Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Wrestling Inc. WWE Raw After Show. My name is Jack Farmer, but I'm not here alone. I am here with the boss man himself, the guy with more scoops than 31 flavors. I'm here with Raj. How you doing, Raj? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing <laughs> great. I am also here for the first time. I get to chat with the woman who, look, there is Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Then there's Io Shirai. Then there's the four horsewoman. Then there's a blank spot for emphasis. And then there is the demon diva herself, Issa. Issa, how are you? I'm doing well, Jack. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, of course. We have quite the show to talk about. I feel like I am going to get a lot of hate mail after this episode. But uh, before we get into all the fun stuff, all the stuff that happened on the show, of course, in the past week, there was lots of big news. Lots of stuff happened. And I'm sure lots of people in the chat want to know. Let's dive right into it. First and foremost, unfortunately, this time of year, it seems to be uh, a time of year the WWE likes to release some talent, and that was no exception this year. Ten names were listed as being let go. Uh, Raj, let's start with you. Just any initial thoughts or, or feelings about the ten that were let go or anything you kind of want to uh, want to add to it? Well, uh, I mean, I hate to say this, but for the most part... Most of the people released were not really being used outside of Samoa Joe, who was the, you know, the lead commentator mm -hmm. on Raw. But you had Peyton Royce, who is awesome. And yeah. her and Billy Kay, the Iconics, they split them up for no good reason at all. There was no reason to split them up. They were a hot act. They did awesome. Why split them up? It was like when they split up Alberto Del Rio and, and Ricardo Rodriguez or when they split up... Uh, Gosh, I mean, you can, you, Ilana and Rusev, I mean, there's just so many acts you can go back where it was just working and they split it up for no reason. And that I, was one of those. Yeah, with the Iconics, it, for me, it definitely feels like they kind of outsmarted themselves. They had this thing that everyone loved and they thought that they could be more clever than they needed to be and broke them up. And it, it clearly didn't work. Uh, Issa, what are your thoughts on some of the names that... Uh, are now no longer part of the WWE. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think the Iconics were a package deal. I never understood why break them up. Even if you wanted to give one of them a push as a single star, you could. You did it with Kofi while he was still in the New Days. So you've done it so many times without having to break up a tag team. I feel like they lost all the momentum as soon as they broke them up. I, I thought Billy Kay was doing a good job trying to do her own thing on SmackDown, but apparently... You know, she had a match at WrestleMania and she was released two days after. Just like the Good Brothers last year. Imagine that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the first time that they do this, but I think that the last few years is not a weird thing because now there's other places they can go to. You know, a few years back, it was like, ooh, this not, doesn't look good. Now it's almost hopeful for some of your favorites to get released. I want to ask you, I want to ask you both this. When was the last time they split someone up that it helped them out? Someone out. Roman oh. Reigns, maybe, with the shield. That's how far back we're going. I can't think of anything. Yeah, and Roman Reigns, to be fair, he struggled for a bit. I mean, he was used very well, but he wasn't embraced until recently right. in a lot of ways. That's a great question. Because we always talk about how there's a, a Marty Jannetty and a right. HBK to every team, but you're right. So many people got split up. For a while, Otis seemed to be doing pretty well on his own, but then... No, he never did. <laughs> uh, kind of uh, 
You didn't be, you didn't believe in him and and, and Mandy Rose? Yeah, I was Mandy, cheering they had for some, him. They had a little something. <laughs> um, Listen, I'm all up for him getting some, but not winning titles. That's a whole yeah, different. Right. He wasn't a star. He wasn't right. a star. Yeah, I think we right. all were a little bit like, I'm happy for him getting money in the bank, but I don't know about right. this. Right. He's not winning the world t- title. If he does, <laughs> I'm done with wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, looking at it, and I try to be optimistic as always, I think that, and, and everyone says not everyone can go to AEW. I don't want to be that guy that says mm. everyone should go to oh. AEW. But Look at Miro in AEW. He's worse than he was in WWE. I mean... I, I look at the, the one of the big things that people complain about with AEW is their women's division. And I look at you've got Peyton Royce, Billy Kay and Chelsea Green all hitting the, the free market right now, along with, I mean, I guess Zelina Vega still out there. I mean, you've got like a ready made women's division right there if they're able to spend the money. You want a spoiler on Zelina Vega? Yeah, of course. She'll end up back in WWE. I kind of figured, but <laughs> right. I, I kind of feel like a, a few of these people will end up back. And I feel like Samoa Joe will probably find Alistair his way Black. Back. He's on his way back. I mean, he's yeah. been there, but he's, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people land on their feet. It's always tough, though. It's easy for us on a distance. Like, oh, they'll land on their feet. They'll be fine. But if you've ever lost a job before, it, it sucks. It's tough. Um, and so... Hopefully they all do well. Hopefully they all find something. It was very surprising list of people. I will say my one, my last thing on it was um, I was not a huge fan of them having Billy Kay basically say she can't find work and she's unemployable for months before letting her go. I thought that was kind of a, I mean, I'm sure that wasn't part of the plan, but I felt like that was kind of a bad look on their part. I, I just think in general, when you're you're treating these guys like this is the only thing they can get, like and they need this job or they're screwed and growing up you i would always think of hogan and macho man and all these guys as like larger than life celebrities like they just make billions of dollars and you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. like untouchable like they are just on another stratosphere and to treat them like i don't know i, I think it takes some of the mystique out of it when you you're like hey they need this job or they're going to be Working at a grocery store, I don't know. It just uh, takes the mystique out of it, in my opinion. Yeah, it it, it does a bit. Um, but going to the the idea of there's other opportunities out there, Issa, something you had mentioned. Uh, I want to transition into the ratings this past week. There was big rating news, especially over on the AEW side. It was their first Wednesday, completely unopposed since the Wednesday Night War started. And I guess now we're saying it ended. They came up with a big number. Raj, you're the uh, you know the facts and the stats and everything, but I believe it was a, a 1.2 million. Is that correct? 1.2 million, the biggest they've done since their debut. Uh, it was, I mean, gigantic. I, yeah, uh, way beyond. I, I thought they were going to do like 900,000. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, because they've been cold. I mean, if you look at the ratings before that, they've been cold. Um, yeah, they were trending downwards for a couple of weeks there in a row. Exactly. They were doing their record lows and and uh, and then, you know, whatever it was, it was a combination of Tyson and and NXT not being on and Jericho interview, whatever it was. We'll have to give it a few weeks. But man, it was I mean, if they if they were to continue this and raw usually has their drop. So they usually have their postmania big numbers and then they drop you know through the summer yeah 
if that were to happen, and I don't think it, it I don't think that's what's going to happen. But if it does, if Raw, I mean Raw will drop, but I don't see AEW continuing with that number. But if they did, it would be I mean, that's a, it's a different war. Yeah, it, it it definitely gets bigger. Issa, are you a? Do you follow the ratings? Are you a ratings person? I'm not a ratings person, but I see it on my timeline. I can't escape it. I don't. I just think that all the ratings for every show last week is almost like setting the bar for this new season or era, and we'll see how consistent it is moving forward for the next few weeks. Super excited for AEW. I think that's a huge number and good for them. We want all wrestling to do well, right? But right. can they keep it? That that's the question, and we'll see where it goes. I personally thought the show of the week last week was NXT. Yeah, I I agree with you, Raj. I thought it was going to be that. I thought I thought it was going to be like nine hundred. I've always thought that it was the same people just switching back and forth. And for whatever reason, the ratings showed nice for AEW, but it was really the same people. Uh, clearly, it wasn't because clearly they got a bump. But yeah, I don't know. It, what it, it was. was a big bump in over fifty, but still, they did their biggest rating in uh, eighteen forty nine that they've done. So it was across the board. I mean, it was in. Uh, I mean, just an impressive number. Now, something you alluded to before we got on air is, of course, and, and you mentioned a little bit just now, Jericho was on the Stone Cold podcast uh, the week before, right after Mania. It seems right. like one of the hottest times you could be on a WWE product show right. uh, and basically talked about AEW. Do you think that maybe he got some people to say, you know what, I'll check this show out? You know, the, the bump that they got, it's, it's almost illogical. You know, like, because they've been unopposed in the past and they have been colder in the last few weeks. And to be that far ahead is 75% from last week. That's insane. Um, so who knows? Is it Tyson? Is it just this is where they were uh, without NXT? Is it, uh, I mean, who knows? But man, it was. I mean, it'll take a few weeks to kind of see, uh, you know, where 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 they really are. But, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, but before we get into the the show itself today, we do have a couple of chats I want to talk uh, shout out. Uh, Krana Shaw uh, mentioned no AJ again tonight. Cheers to all three of you. Hashtag okay. four twenty. So cheers to you, Krana. Uh, we also got Alejandro uh, via real. Uh, watching Raw, I feel your pain. Thanks for everything you do for us, the wrestling fans, on giving a good summary about the show. Hey, you're welcome. And then uh, that's uh, there, Krana there Shaw. There was the Krana one. Thank you. Up Thank you, Krana. Screen. Krana is a good friend of the show. We love you. Thank you, man. Yep. And, and Jax then, Collins, uh, always a good friend of the show. Jax Collins. Not your first rodeo. You've been here before, Jax. Uh, he's always yo, here. <laughs> yo, this new commentator, I can't get into it yet. I know ah. he's new, but... What a move over and over. He needs to watch the tapes and learn the moves. Uh, and on Burke. And on, you know what's interesting about him? And, and I did want to bring him up. He, it, it, I'm kind of torn on him because I get everything Jax is saying, and I agree completely. But something about his voice feels so professional and feels so ESPN. It does give it a, a little bit of credibility. Issa, do you like Adnan? Uh, he feels very baseball, and I'm a big baseball fan. I feel like I'm watching a baseball game when I listen to him. And 
uh, baseball is very different sport to call because it's not action filled. So you can go with the laid back, chill attitude. Where in wrestling, there's so much going on. I need, I need his excitement, and it's rough for him now comparing him to Pat, who I thought did an awesome job on Friday at SmackDown. I think you know that's that's a big difference when you're talking about the new announced teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, Raj, did you change your mind on uh, Adnan at all? <sighs> I mean, wrestling commentary is very different than sports commentary, right? And for me growing up, it was Jesse the Body Ventura, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Jerry the King Lawler in the 90s, not now. Mm -hmm. But it was that entertainment that uh, it's not a sport. Wrestling is not a sport. And I know some people love Gordon Soley and that, that era of commentating. But for me, it was always... Vince and, Vince and Jesse or mm-hmm. Bobby and uh, Gorilla. Those were the teams that made it. It was entertaining. It's, it's making it fun. And that fun commentary has been gone for a long time. And I don't see Adnan Burke adding to it. He, he, he sounds like a... He sounds like, you know, you know he, he has that, you know... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> that Simpsons uh, commentator voice, but he does, like he does. commentator. <laughs> like, well, that uh, that is, but um, anyway, uh, I don't know, man. I just I, I miss that entertaining commentary, and that's what I want. And, and people, if they say this passe, it's like bullshit. Jericho, when he was doing dynamite commentary, that still blew everything out of the water. Like, yes. it was awesome. Like, it, it made it w- worthwhile. Uh, the people that say it's passe never liked it to begin with, but that is what made wrestling popular. That is wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is good guys and bad guys and fun. And eh, sports, the sports voice, eh. I, you know, yeah, a I, lot of the moments you remember them by the call as well. There's so many iconic moments that the first thing you remember is what was said at that moment. And right. I don't know that I don't put him there with bringing that excitement. If something big happens, he just doesn't doesn't do that for me yet. But he's new. He's probably not used to having these people screaming in his ear. What can you say? What can you say? <laughs> All of that. So we'll see. I'm not ready to fully count yeah. him out, but he feels very baseball to me. <laughs> Yeah, I will say this: He's not going to be there in a year from now. I hate to say it, but it's true. He's, I mean, <laughs> they rat. they do this, but it's true. <laughs> I, I I'll bet you a thousand dollars he's not going to be there. I'm not betting. Maybe no. Jack will bet you, no. but I'm not betting. No, Mike Adamley. Whenever they bring a, a complete outsider, it's so random. They don't give them the practice. They don't put them on main event or whatever. It's like just mm-hmm. throw them into the sharks and. It, it's like, well, shit, if they suck, that's not on them. That's on you. And, right. uh, yeah, it doesn't suck, on, but he's not good. If you can't count on Todd Phillips and Samoa Joe to stay around longer than a year, oh, then I'm man. not going to bet on Adnan at this point. Uh, no, Todd, Todd Phillips to was out. I, I, I thought Todd Phillips had gotten really good. Yeah. The problem I had with Todd Phillips and Samoa Joe and Byron Saxton, they kind of sounded alike. Yeah. Like it was like who who was saying what? I, I Especially know. Byron and Todd, they definitely yeah, yeah. sounded the same. Yeah. Uh, um, but I agree with you. I just to to circle back, Bobby the Brain, my favorite all time commentator. Oh, man. Just funny, played his character right. It was just 
Chef's kiss, perfect. Ben, Ventura, like Jesse Buddy, there was no doubt who was talking when he was talking, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so uh, we also have a few more of these super chats. We got uh, Jody Shauna Jenkins saying, "Love what they did with Mace and T Bar tonight. Simple." And we'll get to that later. Uh, Chris Pantaleo, uh, after last week's AEW rating, WWE could try rehire. Um, they rehiring some of the folks that they let go. Um, <laughs> then we also have uh, Bear Hudson. Breaking news, Charlotte Flair is being suspended indefinitely and will be off TV for a certain amount of time. Will Ivelisse work for WWE or NXT? Um, I don't know. That's a, so we, <laughs> have an, we have an interview with Ivelisse coming tomorrow. So. Uh, so there's a question to ask. Where is she working? Where's her next stop going to be? Uh, I'm a fan of Ivelisse. I, I liked her back in Lucha Underground. So... Uh, I am a supporter of her personally. She uh, is. She has the look. She has the personality. She has every tool. She needs to get her attitude under control. And she's yeah. a superstar. Mm-hmm. If she does. Um, and then uh, I Stellar Justin Lopez said uh, he's too laid back. He's got to bring the fire. Talking about Adnan, I believe. Um, and we have John Cena's bald spot. <laughs> Ross sucked in the other news. Water is wet. Let's talk about that Stone Cold oh. doc on A and E. Also, I almost said an AEW uh, on A and E. Also, has anyone checked out Glenn Friday's Wrestling Inc. episode? It was like the start to a Scream movie. Oh my god, that's frightening. To, I, I try to warn him. I try to warn him. I don't. He has issues. Somebody, he's in his empty house. Somebody knocks on the door, and he goes, "Oh, let me go get it." I'm like, Glenn, nobody knows that you live there. Like, this is how a scary movie starts. What are you doing? <laughs> do you like scary movies? <laughs> do I do? Uh, I love Scream. Yeah. Scream is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I rewatched Scream recently, and it is such a slice of like late nineties. They're making I, another one. Um, are they really? Yeah, yeah, they're bringing another one. They're currently making it. I thought every Scream after the first sucked. I I, I thought they kept it going well. I I could mm-hmm. watch some of the last one, not so much, but the second and the third one I liked. Yeah. I, I, we just watched Lethal Weapon two last night, and uh, we went back. We went back, and yeah. man, I loved. I forget how much I love that movie. And that girlfriend, to this day, even after last night, that's Mandy Rose. When I'm picturing her, I'm picturing Mandy Rose, the girlfriend <laughs> in Lethal Weapon two. Now I'm gonna have to go back and watch Lethal Weapon two. Uh, I love. I love watching those old ones. Like I said, they're just slices of certain times. So good. Uh, uh, Nathaniel Cook says the commentary from JR during the Attitude Era made the era the best in wrestling. Commentators were stars back in the day. Thank you guys again. Thank you, Nat Nathaniel. Uh, yeah, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. I mean, he wasn't. That was it's an actual commentary. Uh, he wasn't. Jim, like, Jim Ross nowadays. He, I mean, he does sound like he doesn't. Uh, he he thinks. I don't know. He, it feels like he thinks the bigger stars were in the, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He feels a little bit like he's uh, he's stepped down a right. little bit. Like, oh, well, this guy's doing a good move. But uh, back in the day, I don't know. I like old I like old school references and things. But sometimes it goes back a little too far, too. I'm like, I don't know if anyone remembers that 
uh, right. reference. Yeah, the Arda boys, they were, they were, yeah. that was a great team. Yeah, that's like, I mean, because you got to remember, that was like 20 years ago. I mean, what's the... That's so accurate. <laughs> I mean, I like the Hardy boys, but come on. Um, yeah. Hey, best friends, they're a good team. But the Hardy boys, oh, that was a team. <laughs> Those were stars. How do you learn to fall off a ladder? Uh and Pumpkinhead Neo Akira says, is this new commentator the new Mike Adam Lee? And AEW may drop depending on the impression AEW left to viewers. That sounds about right. Um, and uh, Chris uh, Pantaleo says, Raw is my favorite horror movie. <laughs> you must be a Fiend fan. Um, <laughs> no Fiend tonight. No Fiend tonight. Let's, uh, let's so get Orton. In- all right, let's get, yeah, we should get into Raw. <laughs> yeah, we should. Let's do it. Did you guys know that this is a Raw after show we talk about? It is. Um, uh, so, uh, overall, opening the show, Drew opens the show with a promo. He reminds us that he came out wanting a rematch with Lashley last week. Then he reminds us that a three-way match was booked last week. Then he reminds us that he won the match to earn the rematch last week. And then he reminds us that Mace and T-Bar attacked him afterwards last week. So pretty, pretty much did the after show himself uh, in the opening promo. Uh, but MVP comes out, and I love what MVP did here, talking about downsizing the Hurt Business and that there's no reason for Mace and T-Bar to help him out because Lashley could beat him without help anyways. He already proved it. Um, and maybe Drew attacking the locker room came back to haunt him. Uh, but the best thing about this for me in this opening promo, and I'd like to get your guys' opinion before we get into all the other stuff, is that when Mason T-Bar attacked and they left, they didn't acknowledge MVP, which to me then opens up a world of questions. What is their affiliation, if any, with the Hurt Business? Why are they attacking Drew McIntyre? What's going on? And to me, it hooks me, hoping I'm going to see a resolution by the end of this episode Am I just being too optimistic, Issa, with these intros? Or did you like that they kind of left us with some questions at the beginning promo? I think you're being too optimistic, 100%. <laughs> I, I hate Drew McIntyre as the number one contender after he lost clean at WrestleMania. I cannot stand it. The moment he comes out, I want to punch his face because he doesn't deserve to be there, and they could have given that to anybody. Bobby Lashley was nowhere to be found tonight, or am I wrong? He wasn't seen no, tonight. No. Okay, so neither was. There was a lot of people that were not seen tonight. And not, no, nothing Almost. makes sense. And yeah, and AJ Styles, nothing makes sense. And Drew McIntyre did a great job at reminding us that nothing of what we watched last week made sense or what we're going to watch tonight. It felt like we, you know, those, you know, those puzzles that you have to find the differences. That's how Raw fell from last week to this week, where you're just like picking and trying to see what was different the one from the other. I didn't like it. And, and, and as long as Drew McIntyre keeps getting these title shots, it's, it's not fair. He's been shoved down our throat and people need to realize it. It's, it's annoying. He annoys me. Sorry. No, I mean, uh, that's that's totally fair. I was going to say, to add to your point, I like Drew. I just think it is getting kind of repetitive, him coming out basically saying that he's better than everybody every single week uh, for the past year. Uh, Raj, how did you like the beginning of this episode? Uh, to, to Issa's point, Drew is, uh, he's just bland. I, I There's nothing exciting about Drew versus Lashley. Um, and to that point, I don't know what is exciting. It, it, Lashley's great, but you know who 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 is there to work with him? So 
Yeah, that Lashley, makes Lashley has a handful of feuds. That that's the reason why I didn't want Drew to regain the title because he fought everyone on Raw where Lashley hasn't. So you have a handful of feuds that you can do with Lashley, but you're going to stick him with Drew McIntyre until Lord knows how long. Like we've right. seen it. The main event of Backlash, well, not the main event, but they were in Backlash last year. Was Lashley and McIntyre? Like this has been going on for a long time. So let me ask you both this. Who is interesting? What is an interesting feud for Lashley? Randy. Randy Orton. Mm, is That's, it? I love Randy Orton and I love Bobby Lashley, so for me it's a win. But uh, I'm biased. I love those two. I, 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 I love Orton too, but it's just, over. I, I guess, overdone. I don't know. Um, as far as a, a feud you could like sink your teeth into, like, you know, again, like going back to... Back in the day with The Rock or someone like that. What is that that is like, holy shit, I got to watch that. And uh, Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar, but he's not around. That's Brock, the only person yeah, I want to see Lashley fight. Cena's not around. I could, see, around. I could um, see a Braun for a short-term feud. Oh, God. Two no, big, yeah, big please dudes. stop. <laughs> they, they, they buried Braun. Braun <laughs> looks... Two big sizzling hunks of beef going at it. Come on. <laughs> what did Dan say last week with Braun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dan had a lot of good uh, one-liners last. <laughs> said, uh, Braun is current gimmick. He looks like he was uh, breaking oh, into La- Nancy Pelosi's Storming office. That day. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, he, does. <laughs> he does though. Him and Jackson Riker are going to team up. Uh, we we have, um, but we. <laughs> um, so I mean, I, I would say this. I I, I feel like. Drew, in my opinion, he's kind of becoming like the old Roman Reigns before he Roman Reigns was the head of the table where he was this guy that just kind of won all the time, talked forever on the microphone, just beat people for the sake of beating people, but didn't really have much beyond that. And I think that's why he's starting to wear thin is I think we're all kind of like we've seen this guy before. I, I've always liked Roman Reigns, right? I've been a big fan of his, regardless of how he was being booked. But I have said this is giving me shades of 2015 Roman Reigns all over. And and people, I think maybe people are more open to Drew because I don't see the level of criticism as what Roman was getting back then. But I really do get that. It feels that way to me. Dude, uh, Drew was, Roman was way better than Drew is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like uh, Roman had charisma. Drew He's not a babyface. He doesn't have that charisma. He's not that... He reminds me of Bret Hart in 95, where the business just started dropping. And Bret was awesome, and you wanted to like him, but the business was not showing that. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and business dropped, and everything was dropping. And then once, once Bret got an edge, once Bret turned heel, he was one of the top guys in the business. And... Uh, I just feel like Drew, he needs that. He's he's just not that interesting right now. I think yeah. he's to your point, yeah. I just I think he's so much better as a as a villain. I think when he was mm-hmm. the Scottish psychopath, he was Him amazing. Being that, triple, that triple H villain, like when he did it with Heath Slater, when he was just being a dick to him, that's interesting. Yes. yes. And, and this guy is like, oh you know, well, I'll kick your face in. Mm. Because to your point, a, a lot of the things that aren't interesting, the reason why they're not interesting is because he's been built up as so unstoppable, you need an unstoppable person to face him. But if he's a bully, then he can face guys who are, for lack of a better term, below him. And it's okay because he's bullying them now. 
as opposed to if he has a match against, you know, uh, an Umberto Carrillo, you're like, dude, what are you doing now? But if he's bullying Umberto Carrillo, you're like, oh, what a jerk. Why is he picking on this guy? He barely gets TV time. Uh, and so I think it, it makes a different, um, a different statement there, but, um, but after the break, oh, before that, uh, we got uh, Provide 24-7 uh, saying, oh, I love how Drew gets a rematch, but Kofi never did. Don't be surprised if Bobby gets buried at the pay-per-view. Don't give a, di- doesn't give enough credit to the black athletes. Um, wow. I, I'm a huge fan of Bobby Lashley. I hope he retains again. I hope he keeps the title for a long, long time. I mean, the fact that he retained at a WrestleMania, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a big change in what we've seen over the years so yeah yeah fairly uh fairly clean too which is good to see yeah 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 and uh jacks collins says it sucks lashley uh champ when guys like brock etc are not around look at drew's case he won the belt kind of bad timing hope not the same situation me too uh so far i mean with mvp i think he gets a little bit more flexibility uh priest versus lashley would be a good feud says isabella ringing uh I think that's something I think needs some time to marinate personally. I think, I think, I think priest needs to sort of show yeah, up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Before, we're, uh, we're not there yet for sure. Um, um, but after the break, uh, um, Drew's, or I, I guess Kevin Patrick first tries to talk to retribution after the match. I was hoping that they would already be, you know, not to, to tip the hand of what happens later. I thought I was hoping they would be the unmasked versions of themselves already, but they kind of just seemed uh, same old retribution at this point, which I don't know. doesn't make sense to me. These guys are good looking guys that check all the boxes. Why not make them, you know, uh, normal people? Why make them masked monsters? Um, but I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, after the break, Drew wants a match uh, and wants to face the uh, retribution guys single handedly. Uh, Pierce says he needs a partner, but he says, no, I don't want one. Again, this is one of those things. I liked it. I was overreaching here a little bit, but I was thinking maybe he'll get a partner. Maybe it'll be Keith Lee. Maybe it'll be someone cool. Uh, again, it made me think. I want to see what happens later in the night. Um, did you like? Did you guys like Drew wanting to have take these guys on one on two? It's exactly what I was expecting him to do and say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Sadly, it is. It's, it's, that's why he keeps doing. This is me, Andrew McIntyre. You know. Yeah. Okay. Even what I, I thought for what it was, it was fine, in the sense that if if Drew beat them, they would have been buried, mm-hmm. and he didn't beat them. Um, it was a DQ twice, which sucked. Like that's, you know, to do a DQ twice. Um, but Mason Teabag, them getting their masks off, they're moving on. So I think that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the, the thing that happened after that, and this is where, you know, I'm usually a positive guy, but this is where my feathers got a little ruffled as they say, Viking Raiders versus Shelton and Cedric. The match we saw last week. I love these teams, but this kind of matchup can become repetitive very quickly and probably will. The positive is I always like (laughs) to add the positive. They're two great teams getting TV time, but the negative time, I already feel like it's repetitive and stale. Uh, Cedric and Shelton take another loss. My question, uh, Issa, Issa, we'll start with you, is uh, since the tag team division is pretty shallow at the moment, would you rather see these teams pick up wins against like local talent kind of guys or thrown together teams instead? Or what do you want to see from these teams to better showcase them? Because I think we'd all agree watching them just have rematch after rematch 
with the same team winning over and over again probably doesn't help anybody. No, it doesn't help anybody at the same time. You know, they just came back. They just did the exact same match on the exact same spot. They did it last week. It was brutal the way that they booked that um, because it already felt repetitive. I'm happy to see them back. It just feels like, what are we doing with the tag team division? Because the new tag champions have not been seen since WrestleMania, and you're just throwing these weird matches here and there and not even mentioning them. You have um, the New Day later on. It feels like the New Day won at WrestleMania because they have been featured more. Than, than the actual tag team champions. I I, I want to see them get win, but like switch it around. They could have had the Viking ratings against the New Day tonight, but they didn't do that. They just literally went with the exact same matchups we had last week. It was pointless. I'm in the same spot on the card, too. Mm-hmm. I think. In the exact same spot. I think, I think Rasha spilled his mind. I almost did. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> and he's red. Well, I well, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I agree 100. percent I just think, man, I think WWE they are not following up on stuff. Mm-hmm. They uh, AJ and Omos had a ton of steam coming out of WrestleMania that was dominant, and they're not they haven't been on TV since. Just do I mean if one of them is injured, just have Omos do a promo. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, yeah, just do something. Follow up momentum. It's a real thing. Follow yeah. up on it. You're, uh, God. They're not even mentioning them. Like, not even a video package. We, we saw Cesaro swing Rollins 80 times on SmackDown. But you right. can't even mention your tag champions or your world champion on Raw. That's right. just weird to me. I actually forgot they were the champions during right, Raw. I was, yeah. As I was taking my notes, I was like, uh, "Who?" Are, I was thinking, "Who is the champions?" And I did the thing where I, I'm not going to look it up, and I had to think for a, like a little bit longer than I expected to remember. Oh yeah, th- those guys are the champions. <laughs> but in this day and age, you're right, Raj. There's so much. It's so easy to re- record something from home, even if they can't be in the uh, right. in the arena. In this day and age, we're all used to Zoom interviews and things like that. It'd be very easy to just have a quick Zoom interview, like. Ha ha, I'm AJ and I'm sitting with the champion. Hey, I'm going to have it forever, blah, blah, and then move yeah, on or something. I mean, just you don't have us. to do much with Omos. Just no. have him looking like a beast and he's awesome, right? Like just his size and everything. That's all you need to do is just shoot him up, looking up, and that's it. Yeah, to your point, you could just have him running errands. Could you imagine him just like getting dry cleaning done and like in regular places and just oh, no. towering over? Because he towers over massive athletes. Imagine he him just, just at a grocery everybody. store. Uh, <laughs> he should be, again, I just watched Lethal Weapon 2 last night. He should be that guy that's just yeah. killing everybody. Like, what if he came out, and speaking of handicap matches, what if you just got the quote-unquote local talent, and he said, AJ can't be here, so I'm going to defend the titles by myself. And then he just wrecks two people. I would love that. I remember Andre the Giant when I was a kid, and I'm thinking, like, if everyone in my school fought Andre the Giant, we couldn't beat him because he no. would just keep fighting us off, and there's no way. Right. And now I'm not saying you should do that, have a bunch of little kids <laughs> fighting, on, you know, almost. But I'd buy tickets for that. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. But, uh, you know, he has that aura, and don't, don't fuck it up. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree, though. He, he needs to be back on TV one way or the other. Um, we got a couple of uh, super chats. We've got um, Jax Khan saying, it sucks Lashley's a champ when guys like Brock, etc., are not around. Look at Drew's case. He won the belt. Kind of bad timing. Hope it's not the same situation. 
Uh, yeah, I, th- I think the timing is part of it. I also think uh, to what's been said, the repetitive nature of it. Too. It's not just that. Look at if you were to take a picture of Brock and Drew side by side, who is more interesting to you? Brock. Yeah, Brock. Brock yeah. is just the man. I mean, yeah. Brock just has that charisma, that uh, larger than life. I mean, he's just the guy. And Roman's kind of Roman's in that same territory. He, you look at him and you're like, that guy is a superstar. That guy is awesome. And my, uh, yeah, my my neighbor. To your point, my neighbor who doesn't watch pro wrestling. We were chatting about wrestling because he knows I do this, and he was like, I don't watch wrestling, but who's that guy with the right. who looks like he has a Lego head? And I was like, Brock Lesnar. And he's like, Yeah, Brock <laughs> Lesnar. Yeah. And, uh, it's like my wife cheated on me with Roman Reigns. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, get, I get it. Yeah. Details. <laughs> uh, That's the one. You get yeah, one. Yeah, you get one. There. I can't, I can't argue. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, it's not allowed. Uh, we got uh, chair shot reality uh, says Drew face is uphill with no fans. Rumble 20 eliminating Brock with fans gave new face feels we wanted. Issa doesn't believe in Scottish Ladywood Lavar. Navar, why are you bringing that up? Stop living in the past, bro. Where are we? Stop living in the past. Where are we? <laughs> Where are we? I'm, I'm, I'm Oh, am I? Did I miss oh, one? Oh, here we go. Here we go. That okay. was the one. Yeah, that was, it's just, okay. Justin Navar living in the past. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> Justin. Justin. What the hell? <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> Pump, pump, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Isabella ringing is the priest versus Lashley would be a good feud. That's the one that uh, I feel like priest needs to uh, get some time before that. Uh, bring back broken dreams. Drew the chosen one. Um, I like the theme. I I don't. I'll be. Honest, I feel like the going back to the uh, the kilt thing kind of slowed him down for me. Like he was. I liked him as a Scottish psychopath, but I feel like the Braveheart thing makes mm. him feel like a kind of a, a early '90s cheesy guy. Personally. Yeah. Once he started doing the face paint, it's like eh. Like you're a cartoon. But we all. You already were the guy. You don't need to. You don't need to become the guy. You were the guy. Why do that stuff? But uh, Pumpkinhead says, uh, just glad WWE hasn't hit the Goldberg button yet. Although Goldberg versus Lashley is a Vince wet dream. I love Goldberg. I say I love back. Goldberg. Bring him back. Like, uh, Issa big, hates him. But big money, Bill. Like, Issa, were you a, you weren't a fan <laughs> in me, the 90s. Me clicking leave studio. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but, but you weren't a fan in the 90s, right? Not of whatever no no not of him not a wcw no but wrestling were you a a wrestling yeah i was i was just fan of the real stuff in puerto rico you know where we're like messing people up with bats and (laughs) that's how we do it in puerto rico okay that's the wrestling i fell in love with not this not this spear do you remember how huge goldberg was back then nope Someone shared a TV guide recently from back then, and it was talking like the thing was all about pro wrestling. It was a giant full picture of Goldberg, and then in small pictures, it had Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan and The Rock. Yeah, and I was thinking Goldberg was the one they chose to be big over The Rock, Stone Cold, and Hulk Hogan. Which I mean, it Goldberg? seems so long ago, but like if you remember, he was the guy that was such a big star back then. Goldberg and Austin were interchangeable that year, yeah, like it was, yeah. I do remember that. It was nuts. I, I, and yeah. by the way, if you haven't watched the A&E biography on Stone Cold Steve Austin, watch it. That thing was amazing. I, 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 I got teary-eyed watching him talking about his daughters. It was amazing. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to see it. Oh, my God. Um, so good. 
Uh, we got, um, and then uh, uh, Mike Roch says, <laughs> uh, tag division is terribly run. <laughs> um, and uh, shout out to David as well uh, for the super chat. Um, Stellar Justin Lopez says for Raj, this is for you, huh? since he just saw Lethal Weapon 2, Rudd Diplomatic Immunity. Diplomatic Immunity! <laughs> it's just been revoked. Um, and then I think we missed uh, Brian Cyrus. Uh, no oh. AJ Lashley fiend. Three of your top stars, but sure, let's get Teabag and Mace on the show. WTF is going on. Raj, is there some type of outbreak going on? All right. Three of your top stars. Who do you guys got? I think this is the time of year where they give them a little bit of a rest, one week off, one week off, just to get everybody back into shape. WrestleMania season week is a long week for everybody. So I don't think that there shouldn't be an outbreak. They they quarantined them before WrestleMania. So if there's an outbreak, it happened backstage at WrestleMania, then that means a lot of people must have gotten it. I think people are just taking a little bit of time off to heal a couple of nagging injuries, and we'll see them come right back. Yeah, I think everyone's... But, all right. But, yeah. Issa, Wrong. three of your top stars, who do you push? Uh, Who's the focus on the show the next three months? On Raw? Lashley, you have to push Lashley. You have to. Well, they're not gonna push Rhea Ripley. They're, you can already see they're not giving her the same the Bianca Belair treatment, right? I don't think that we're in for a long title ring with Rhea Ripley. It hurts me yeah. to say it, but I don't think mm. so. But that will be who I will push. Um, and I and I guess Charlotte Flair. I mean, she just came back, so yeah. But I will put all my emphasis on, on Lashley, and I will make him. I will book him in a field with like Orton, somebody that's won multiple title runs, and that way, he, if he beats him, you really solidify him. All right, Jack. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Lashley and Orton. Uh, my only problem with that is I want Lashley to hold the title, and Orton has been the guy that solidified like the past five champions. It seems like whether it be uh, McIntyre or Kofi, or and it seems like anytime a new person wins the title, it's it's Orton's job to solidify them but in any case i think those two and um it it may not look that way but if it was me i would make rhea ripley completely unstoppable absolutely i agree Uh, i uh, i'm I'm with you if if i were to pick three i'm picking orton lashley and a blood for you like yeah not this kitty stuff just like they're trying to kill each other and rhea ripley just murdering these girls you know yes like as gross think, as it is, let her bloody someone up. <laughs> yeah, I think Ripley should be Goldberging the, everyone and yeah, just she just kill them, destroying people and like sl- throwing them through tables. And anytime someone comes at her, just wrecking them quickly. The stuff they're doing with her sucks. Uh, yeah. Like they're burying her. Just this week and last week, they're burying her. The problem her we, promo we, sucked. Yeah, the problem with Rhea Ripley is that you know that they didn't have the plans for her. Like They didn't know they were going to make her champion. She found out she was calling out Asuka the day off at 4 p.m. Right. So this is a title run that's been booked the day off. This is right. not a long term. This is what we have in plan for you. And you can see the difference. I feel with Bianca, you can see this was the long term oh. end game was for her to win the title. Well, with Rhea, we're just going day by day and you can see it and she cannot mm-hmm. become comfortable in her role as champion when she doesn't know what she's supposed to be doing because they're not telling her. Yeah, the, the thing that makes it tricky for someone like Rhea, I think, is she's such an authentic person that when she's not authentic, you can see right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, we've got uh, a couple more super chats. Dean Reagan, only two. Who should beat Bobby or Brock? Or who should beat Bobby? Are Brock or Cross? Um, sure. Uh, I think Cross is probably a long shot. He's probably got a ways before he's on the main roster, but at least I would think. I don't know. Um, yeah, I would, I would like for all NXT people to stay in NXT, actually. So. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we, we also got John Cena's uh, bald spot had said, really hope T-Bar and Mace are on their own agenda and don't line up with Lashley. They were constantly beat by Benjamin Cedric. Would make no sense to replace Benjamin and Cedric with those two. Uh, I don't think that's what's going to happen, um, but we'll see. Right. Uh, is this is this the one I'm way that, behind? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I I think if I missed one, let me know. Uh, Goldberg versus locker room doors is pay per view quality. I'm with Agreed. you. I agree, Chris. Agreed. I'm I'm with you. Um, Isa, we're <laughs> we're gonna fight on this with the Goldberg thing. <laughs> okay. uh, Ron Taylor says there's no legit baby face to challenge Lashley. What do you think of putting Big E on Raw to feud with Lashley? I don't think you need to. I don't. I, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily necessary. I like Big E, but I don't think you need to move people around. I, I think if the if the, I feel like if you're always having to move people around to make things work, then you're kind of missing the point of yes. having rosters. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. And you got magic heels right now in Lashley and Reigns. Mm-hmm. Make it mean something when they're beaten. Don't just do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, y- you know. Uh, Daniel Bryan could have won at WrestleMania and it would have taken away from when someone actually does beat Roman Reigns. Right. So make it mean something. I think both those guys have the titles for a very long time. Um, Both of them look like champions too. I hate to be that guy, but like when you see a picture of Bobby Lashley with the title around his waist, you're like, that is a champion. That's that guy's a champ. You look at Roman. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I just want to point out to everybody in the chat that it's not me thirsting over Roman tonight. I know everybody always makes the comment. (laughs) It's Raj tonight. I'm staying off of it. I do that on Friday. I do that on Friday. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. WWE. Oh, Chris. Chris Chris is in the chat. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Chris, keep up the great work. Raj, Jack, and Issa. Thank you, Chris. Much appreciated. Thank you, man. Uh, um, And then. Tim says, is Raj prompting the super chats? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, and then uh, David had said, uh, WWE missed the boat on the Hurt Business. They could have had a battle of the champions at SummerSlam or Roman, Usos, and Joe versus the Hurt Business at Survivor Series. I agree. I love the Hurt Business. They were one of my favorite things over the past year. So I yeah. wish, I wish, I definitely wish they had more of them, but it's, it's wrestling. You can't you can't hold on to things. You gotta let things go. Alonzo, <laughs> what the hell, man? Alonzo, <laughs> Raj has a man crush on Roman Reigns. It's more than a crush, and it's, it's more, okay. It's beyond that. <laughs> it's beyond He's that. mine. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. Friend. Me and Issa are gonna fight over him. <laughs> Ro- Roman Reigns doesn't have a choice in the matter. The winner of the fight between you two decides. Let me um, ask you this: uh, of the people that were released, who are you surprised about? Outside Joe. of Samoa Joe. Samoa yeah. Joe. That was it, right? Yeah. yeah. Samoa Joe had to be the most surprising because he he was not only is he great, but he was killing it on commentary. I thought he was a, a I thought he was gonna be on commentary for the next ten years. But if he can't wrestle, was it surprising? I still think he's great on commentary, but I think you know. Samoa Joe could be moved into a manager role 
and th the way that he is in the mic, you could take him to speak for somebody that can't speak, uh, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> he could make him so <laughs> believable. So if he can't wrestle, I, I feel like Samoa Joe is a benefit for whoever gets him, even if he can't wrestle, whether it's on commentary, whether it's as a mentor backstage, teaching a couple of up-and-comers. I, I think Samoa Joe is an asset. And he was wearing a poncho just two days before Seriously. on a thunderstorm. Like, 100%. How I, I do not understand how you release Samoa Joe. Even oh if he can't wrestle. Yeah. He is I, just too, he's just too great. And, and uh, the Iconics, man, they were, they were, yeah. they had, they were one of those teams that they just split up for no reason. And mm -hmm. they fucked them up. They were mm -hmm. great together. Yep. It was like Ricardo and Alberto Del Rio or uh, Miro and Lana. All these groups where they had a great chemistry and they split them up for no reason. And that the, was one of those. For a, for a company that prides itself on trending on Twitter and social media, it feels like they don't look at what is being said on social media a lot right. because these are all right. people that were very beloved on social. Like the Icon Iconics were beloved on they social media. Like, they had they had a unique chemistry that and they won the tag titles at WrestleMania and I remember when uh, people jumped on Sasha Banks for being upset. And yeah. I remember being like, well, she's right. They're not doing anything with these titles. Yeah. Right. She had worked so hard to get these titles up to a certain level, and they're not doing anything with them. She's, they still aren't. And they still aren't. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it no. was completely right. So. And. And. and uh yeah, so, um, of course, a few quick more uh, chats. Uh, John Cena's ball spot says, Samoa Joe would have been a nice feud for Lashley, but, of course, WWE released him. I think that would have been a great feud. Jax Collins says, okay, Joe's gone, but if he was cleared to wrestle, he'd be great with Bobby, 1,000%. And uh, Brian Cyrus... So, I, I yeah. do got to say this about Joe. He was the one guy with Brock Lesnar. He seemed believable. Yep. It's hard yeah. to find guys that are believable with Brock. There I can name three guys. Roman, uh, Strowman, and Joe. And that's it. Joe had such a believability to him. There's a moment. There was a moment. I'll never forget it when uh, Seth Rollins. It was a really small moment, but he, Joe was at commentary, and Seth Rollins was doing something with the Mysterios, or he was talking. He was bad mouthing Todd Phillips or something. And Samoa Joe like tries to push him off, and he's like, "Joe, you don't want to do this." And Joe takes off his headset and goes, "Oh, but I do." And it, I just remember thinking, oh, yeah, shit's going down. That's going to get it. If anyone else said that, if Byron Saxon said that, no no disrespect to Byron Saxon. Like, Come on, dude. What, what are you doing? Um, if, if anyone else said that, you'd be like, eh, whatever. But when Samoa Joe says it, you're like, oh, someone's getting choked out right now. Right. And he, that's one of those things I don't think you can teach. I don't think you can just give that to someone. And Samoa Joe just has it. He could, he could read my grocery list and I'd be terrified of it. I'd be like, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> food anymore <laughs> arugula, arugula. <laughs> um uh so uh let's let's go ahead we got a few uh supposedly joe is pushing to wrestle again uh, hopefully he was i don't know i have no idea what his situation was if joe is able to wrestle again then it is the biggest mistake that wwe has made yeah yeah if he can't wrestle again then it makes sense because who's gonna pick him up as an announcer you know i mean uh, I don't right. know. I, it's crowded everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, 
let's let's go ahead. Let's try to get the train back on track. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about everyone. raw. <laughs> raw. Did you guys like raw? Second match. Second match. <laughs> Speaking of second matches, Randy Orton and Riddle. I oh, loved God. I loved this because Orton said again that the fiend is in the rearview mirror, and I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, but what I liked is Riddle coming in acting like a six year old kid that could actually beat you up. Uh, and I know you guys hate Matt Riddle, but you got to admit, I hate with the passion. You got to admit, RK Bro has a ring to it. Oh. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Isa, help me out here. He doesn't. He doesn't have. I can't believe he just said Uh, that. It sucks. It doesn't have. They they got into an argument over a scooter. I'm so sick of Matt Riddle. I was hoping that that bro kick at WrestleMania kicked him back to reality, and he wouldn't be acting like an idiot anymore. But it made him. It made him worse. And then you see him go in the ring, and that's what is so frustrating to me when it comes to Matt Riddle. Is you see him in the ring, and he's so good, but then as soon as he talks or birds come out of his feet, you want to punch him yourself. And then Randy losing to him clean? No. No, he, the I... dude just lost at WrestleMania. He got he got jobbed out by Lashley last week, and you're going to let him beat Randy? And not just that. Lashley beat the living piss out of him. Like, yeah. he destroyed him. Yeah. Like, it was As he like, should. And that Randy Orton's having a hard time with this guy after, you know. <sighs> this is this is why I like it, though. Let me, let me <sighs> say why I like these two. Because... Matt Riddle is exactly the kind of person a Randy Orton would pick on. He's exactly the kind of person that a Viper would say, I don't like this guy. I don't like that he acts like he can just do whatever he wants and just come up and talk to me. I'm going to beat this guy up. And then when he loses clean, which, by the way, I think we got to give some respect to WWE for some clean wins here tonight. A clean yeah, win. the only one. The only one. The one and, that should have not been clean. He's the no, one that they freaking yes. booked clean. Well, I mean, so I mean, Randy Orton beats the Fiend, and he loses two matches yeah, in a row. Thank you, thank you. It makes no sense. No, no sense. sense. No, the no Fiend sense. was it was a six month storyline. He won, and then he I, loses two matches in a row after that. To Riddle, Randy, you, I, I've Randy got, was I, in a number I'm one contender match. I'm not last defending week. the Fiend, so Randy <laughs> was in a number one contender match last week. He lost because Drew McIntyre took advantage of that RKO, and he had. Nothing to nothing nothing to say about that. The Randy that the, the the Randy that I know would have not done that. The Randy that I know would have just came up and and he would have picked a fight with Drew and Braun, not Matt Riddle. I, that sucked. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was oh. great. I think Randy Orton's still a star. I think he's still amazing. <laughs> my my big thing is this feels kind of like the Randy Orton template. He kind of does this a bit uh. where he picks a fight with someone kind of. Uh, uh, not at his level. He loses, and then he says, I'm really angry, and he comes back and RKO's him in the middle of a match later. Then they have a pay-per-view match. Then Randy yeah, Orton wins yeah, and goes they on gave us the match tonight. Time. That match went on for a long time, and it was great. The match, the feud should be over after tonight because the match was lengthy. He had a clean finish. Like, What do you do? You keep giving us the same match for the next three weeks? Or you should have killed him. Isn't yeah. that what a villain's supposed to do, though? Not no, be happy Orton about it and be like, hey, I'm crabby? After a six-month feud, he should be winning big matches right now. He yeah, should I mean, be the guy going for last. He should be the number you know, one he contender. He should be in that picture. But he should the be the fiend, number one the fiend contender. is a guy who got beat up so bad in Hell in a Cell, they had to stop <laughs> I know. it. I mean, Come they on. fucked I mean, up the fiend. <laughs> they did fuck up the fiend. <laughs> but... I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. Is beating the fiend really that big of a deal at the end of the day? 
Yes. I mean, people can like him. I mean, I know, I know a lot of people like him, but is beating the fiend really? Am I cussing too much? I am cussing too much. All right. It's okay. No, it's good. It's good for likes. <laughs> it's good. Let's. We're gonna play a game. Anytime you hear Raj cuss, you gotta hit the like button. Hit, hit uh, the like, guys. Um, I think I'm great. Stellar Justin <laughs> says Orton was Cheers, promoted to face Braun all weekend, and Vince at the last minute changed it to this. I do not know those details, but uh, it is. Wait, they they, they promoted is that. that. They promoted Randy fighting Braun or some oh, yeah. kind of altercation yeah. between them. And then they changed him to, I don't know. I don't know. What you know, I they like him. People I, give yeah. Dave Meltzer a lot of shit uh, because he says plans change. But they do. It's This is total, pure, you know, truth to that. It does. They, they yeah. change all the time. You on can't the, give them, the day off, right? Don't they change the script like hours before? Plans changing when it actually does. Yeah. Anyway. No, I mean, um, and then what happened to uh, Michael says, uh, what happened to Seth Rollins? I thought he was a top guy material when he beat Brock. Anyways, been watching for years. Love your work, Raj and the gang. Uh, that's a Thank SmackDown you, question. We don't have time for this SmackDown talk. No, um, <laughs> I'm just trying. Michael, come back on Friday. I'll be here, buddy. I'll be here. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know what what's going on with uh Dude, Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth's character has sucked for years. Seth is great yeah. right now, in my opinion, on Fridays. I do like what Seth is doing, and his outfits are on point. His suits are his suits are amazing. Yeah, but his suit, his suits <laughs> the Messiah sucked. He's not the yeah the Messiah wasn't the greatest, but this whatever he's doing right now is giving me very Seth twenty fifteen vibes, and his match with Cesaro was amazing. Yeah, and that then. Was. John Cena's bald spot says, every time I see Riddle roll up on that stupid scooter, I want to throw up. Randy has a face turn and destroys it next week. Um, yeah, Randy was throwing up uh, black tar like a truth.com uh, ad for a while there, but uh, now he's beating up Riddle, so I think we all win. Um, I want to beat the... Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually a very nice guy. Just don't... <laughs> I want to beat the piss out of him when I see him. <laughs> I want to beat everybody. That's else. the <laughs> thing about Matt Riddle. I think that's what I like about him is he's kind of that underdog. Where like oh. I love the moment where yeah. uh, Randy Orton was like had him in headlines. Like you hear what I'm saying? He was like, I hear what you're saying, bro. <laughs> in the middle of the match, was, I, t- I tell I my like daughters him. like I, I, the worst thing is bullying and everything. But I bu- I bully Matt Riddle. <laughs> if i could I, if i could I, as i say i don't know matt riddle no, i'm uh, just kidding i'm knows. kidding i'm kidding obviously I'm yeah kidding. uh um, there's no way i mean look no, at me no. <laughs> i'll beat him up for you i'm not afraid of him yeah. i have no problem standing behind isa in the you know i'll beat I up anybody riddle. i hate yeah. riddle like i cannot i i'm trying to think of a character that i have been as angry with as riddle did you hate him on NXT or do you just hate him now? No, no. On the main roster. Uh, I feel that way about Rey Mysterio. I want Dominic really? to punch him in the face so hard. Yes. You hate Rey Mysterio? More is that than Matt Riddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you think think Rey Mysterio is more annoying Mysterio. than Matt Riddle? Yeah, without even talking. He's great. Rey Mysterio is like wait, wait, legacied wait. in his greatness. How do you. Oh, Chuck, it's going to be okay. You think Rey Mysterio is more annoying <laughs> than Matt Riddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Dominic to punch him in the face. Oh my god! Really? And say you're not my real father. Eddie's my real father, and just like clock him right in the face. Oh, oh I would god. love that moment. Wow! Oh, I mean, I think it's happening. So but... I mean, in the I mean, chat, 
Who is the most annoying character ever in wrestling right now? Actually, just, right. let's just do right now. And yeah. let's see. Uh, if Ray would not be in the top 10 of mine. It's yeah, like 30. I said, Ray's so lovable. Like I said, he's a legend. How do you hate a legend? Issa. That's like, you wow. fucked up. That's oh, not yeah. right. Not allowed. <laughs> you can't You can't say Ray. No. I can't. I can't. Actually, it offends me that that's even his name because that's my dad's name too. Oh my gosh. Michael with the super mm. chat says, Seth Ron, is the one to beat one. Reigns, yes or Scammy. no. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> Eugene. Riddle, Riddle. Sammy. Oh, Sammy's good. <laughs> Riddle and Billy Cunt's kids. He says <laughs> trolling. They I trolling. So. I feel like I'm that's not, true. I don't like Ray Mysterio. <laughs> uh, George Devine says Vince loses interest in guys Keith Lee, Balor, Black, but won't lose interest in this stupid Matt Riddle character and send him back to NXT. Um, I- I've never understood why Keith Lee wasn't an automatic superstar. The, I'll but, tell you why. I can tell you why. Why? His gut. Look at Stellar I mean, Justin Lopez. Thank I you. mean, are we, are we going to be real? If we're going to be real, Lee like doesn't have the, the physique that Vince likes. I mean, I that like is... He works through it, though. Like his... Oh, I, I love I mean, Keith Lee. I, but fair. that That's is... Fair. That's that fair. is what it is. That's, Vince That's, has, yeah. you know, like Brock. If Brock had a giant gut, he's not getting that giant push, you know? It is interesting. Yeah, I guess when you mentioned... I guess Otis had a, a at least a mini run, but um, yeah, I mean... You're not wrong. There's not a whole lot of uh, bigger like, guys that like have world titles. There's not, like, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know, I'm sure someone right now is saying, "What about Yokozuna?" Which is like 30 years ago. But, right. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and then Nelson says Wade Barrett. I think Wade Barrett's great. What? I love Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett on is awesome. He's ripped. Um. So uh, he can have sex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he can have sex with my wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's like 40 people on the list. <laughs> just keep adding. <laughs> oh uh, I'm kidding. No one. Uh, no. Uh, by the way, I'm just joking. Just <laughs> um, and so, uh, so yeah, Vince loses interesting guys. Um, yeah. But he's going to keep Matt Riddle on. Um, Speaking of someone who doesn't seem to ever lose interest, Charlotte Flair comes out looking great in a jacket that has shoulder pads that makes 1985 jealous and says the women's roster is fake and that she had her match taken away from her. And she ain't wrong. She did. I thought this promo was effective in reminding us all that tonight we get a what if match scenario where we get to see what if she had that match at wrestlemania and the best part rhea ripley says uh-uh this is my division she comes out and says she's gonna rule like king solomon because she's the one with the gold you guys i'm gonna re- i'm gonna refill i'll be right back okay, okay. so you you don't you don't like <laughs> raj is leaving because i just I just said how much I liked Rhea Ripley, uh, but uh, you guys aren't a big fan of how this went I'm out. Not, I, I not- like Rhea Ripley. I don't. I don't like how they're booking her right now. Right? She just doesn't mm-hmm. feel effective. She doesn't feel the way she looks. If that makes sense, right? That she should mm-hmm. be a little more intimidating. I feel like this entire two weeks. Well, since WrestleMania has been two weeks, have Charlotte has looked like the bigger star out of the three of them, and that that's not. I mean, how do you shine Charlotte Star down? You can't. Charlotte Flair, right? She comes out, mm-hmm. she commands the room. That's what I love about her. I'm a big 
Charlotte fan, but in this case, I am a big fan of the three of them. I just don't think that Rhea is shining in this, and and that worries me for her title reign. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, I think I... That, that Charlotte is just coming out there, cutting these amazing promos, looking great, and you go. Uh, I mean, and they've done it. With Charlotte Flair, they've done it before. <laughs> they put the title on her regardless of who has it. And mm-hmm. they did it with Asuka, and they did it with Rhea in both cases. So it worries you. It worries you because she is shining more than everybody else in this. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I like all three of these women, by the way. I, mm-hmm. Just to Me say, too. I, I want to say Asuka. You know, there's an old phrase that says it, it's it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I feel like Asuka is the embodiment of that. I don't know what she's saying half the time, but I love whatever it is she's saying because she's just got this personality and energy to her. But I think to your point, yeah, the, it, it feels like right now the spotlight is getting shown on Asuka and Charlotte Flair, and then Rhea Ripley is just kind of there with the title if she didn't have the title she wouldn't even be there is how it kind of feels where where uh Rhea Ripley's a star I think she's someone who could be that next generational huge star especially because she's like 24 years old so she's got so long to go yeah Ripley's someone who I can see uh action figures I can see posters I can see all sorts of things she's someone that if Rhea Ripley walks out and someone who doesn't watch wrestling sees her they go, whoa, who is that? So Yeah, Rhea Ridley has yeah. it the same way, in a different way, because she's portraying a different character. But she, I remember the first time I saw her, and she made me stop and go, who is that? And I think it was Charlotte Flair, the last person that actually made me go that way. That's why when they were having their match last year, I was so pumped for it. I didn't like the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. But that was the point that I was trying to make. Charlotte has gone against Asuka at WrestleMania, and she dropped Asuka dropped. Charlotte has gone mm-hmm. against Rhea at WrestleMania, Rhea drops. So it's not something that we should be shocked if it happens. I don't want to see it happen. I don't think that Charlotte needs a title to be that bitch. Sorry, she doesn't. She is already that. She doesn't need a title on her for that. So leave her out of the title picture and start building grub feuds between other women. Can she have a feud with someone else without kind of burying them, though? She's the opportunity. Jack, did you not hear her? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> of Jack, Jack, meet NWO Raj. It's rare now, but his alter ego is always a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks best. for the warning, Jack. It's a little late. I wish you had warned me before the show Jeez. started. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've already got Tell the NWO spray painted on me now. It's too late. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, John Cena's ball spot also says, always thought Otis was annoying, but not as bad as Riddle. He takes the cake as far as most annoying. He's changed the channel annoying. Maybe I'm outnumbered here. Matt Riddle, I'm still your bro. I still like you. Maybe it's because I'm I'm living here in Southern California, and I feel like I live around a bunch of uh, Matt Riddle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'm just feeling it. Um, but uh, Raj, yeah. leaving for a refill yeah. is me anytime Riddle comes on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. See, there's a marketing uh, chance there, WWE. You got to just add like a Coca-Cola as a sponsor. Instead of the birds coming out, you got to have Coca-Cola cans when uh, he kicks his shoes. Um, but let's move on to, to Seamus. Seamus, he's talking to Scrap Daddy, and Adam Pierce is trying to get Seamus to move into the open challenge era of the U.S. title. Seamus agrees, but says the title won't be on the line. And I hate when champs are in matches when the title's not on the line, but I guess that's the point. I'm not supposed to like Seamus. So here we are. Um, and uh, he's going to have a match. Uh, I guess we'll just kind of lump that part together. He has a match with a shredded to the bone Humberto Carrillo coming back and just wrecks Jeez. him. Uh, 
I loved this for Sheamus, who, by the way, I mean, has if been great. Carrillo was no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just I mean, again, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a handsome obviously. fella. He is. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel bad for Humberto Carrillo. He gets shredded and then destroyed. But at the same time, holy shit, I, he was jacked. He looked great, but it looks like I'm a noodle reject, but, uh, but man, he, uh, (laughs) I like, I like this Seamus. I feel like Seamus has had some real, like heavy hitting matches and now it's time for him to be the one to dish out some punishment. Uh, Issa, are you a Seamus fan? 1000% 1000% love Seamus love what he's been doing lately I still stay up late at night thinking about the finish of his match with Matt Riddle and the way he hit him with that bro kick it was a oh. beautiful finish um I didn't like how Adam Pierce was talking to Seamus backstage though he talked to him like he's like a rookie like oh you need to remember the how, what this title means like Seamus had held it before he knows what the title means these like, aren't school talking- children yeah, you're talking to mm-hmm. a dude that's won everything in the book like I think except for the IC yeah. title like Seamus is that dude and I didn't like how commentary was like, oh, by the way, he, he's being ambushed. He ambushed Humberto Carrillo. You answer an open challenge, you better come out ready for a fight. Like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't understand how they but I get it because Seamus is the heel. We're not supposed to like him. But listen, I was happy to see Humberto was back on TV. Whatever, like you have all these guys sitting back there. Yes, start doing the open challenge. That that's exactly what John Cena did back then. And we got a lot of people we weren't seeing. Um, that being said, if you're gonna get him back on tv to get destroyed like that <laughs> poor guy <laughs> yeah um raj i want to ask you this is kind of a, a side thing but uh, i was always a wcw fan growing up is it kind of weird that we talk about the glory days of the u.s title being when a wwe guy like john cena held it i still feel like it's a wcw <laughs> title to me am i just yeah. getting old i'm watching this show and i'm bored as fuck as to tears the whole the mm-hmm. whole show and I, I I miss the days when it was just chaos. Like you don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. It's just and, and, and there you know I was watching the Steve Austin biography, and you're yeah. just watching that, and it's just like oh my god, that was awesome. That music would hit, and the place would go nuts. And regardless, even beyond that, Goldberg's music would hit. Whoever mm-hmm. it was. A, it was a time where it wasn't so calculated. Like everything is so calculated right now. It's just, uh, it's just like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, as opposed to excitement really yeah. happening. And uh, I miss that. And uh, I, I want that to happen again. I was thinking that when they were messing with Bad Bunny's car the other week and how they were clearly putting on some paint that they're going to be able to wash off very easily. Right. And I was thinking back during the old days, they would have filled it with cement. They would have have crushed that. They would have dropped a giant boulder on it. (laughs) There would be no way that car would have made it out okay. Um, So to to, to your point, yeah, it's interesting how now there's very like, like you could just tell they were doing things in a way that the car would be fine. Where in the old days, they're like, no, this car, this car is done. Don't, you're never driving it again. Um, we, do, we do understand that that was a freaking Bugatti, right? Like, there's, I don't care what kind of time of the year it is. You don't mess with that car, period. How am uh, I the girl here defending the car? It's other people's money. It's fine. Um, Lu- uh, Terry Allen, Luther Vandross's birthday yeah. today. Never too much. Yes. Um, and uh, Robert Sadoff, Raj, leaving for a refill me anytime. 
Riddle is uh, comes on screen. I think we did that one, but uh, hey, oh, you deserve another. Bad. You deserve Sorry, another yeah. shout out. Why not? Um, and then Pierre uh, oh. oh, Kemp, shout out for the uh, super chat. Thank you so much, uh, Brian Cyrus. Oh boy, add Carrillo to Raj's list. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, and then Stella Justin <laughs> Lopez. Let's be honest, Umberto is a cornball. Once I heard his music, it had go yeah. away heat with me. This kid should be on 205. Won't be shocked if he'll be cut this time next year. This is his ceiling. Stellar, listen here. He is a former 2019 third round draft pick. Put some respect on Kareem. Put some respect name. on that name. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and then. Uh, Kemp uh, said, Kier Kemp says, Riddle should be like Ken Shamrock. Not enough. Uh, I don't know if he has quite the same anger level. No. So, that's uh, there, those but are two very different names. Um, and then Amy Kimmel <laughs> says, great job, Jack. I am enjoying looking at you. Oh. I mean, the podcast really, you are killing it. Matt? Love Monday pod now. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate oh. that. Always go. good to have you here. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate that. So, um, speaking of, let's move on to, I think, a uh, part of the night that everyone part, really loved. Part hour two? <laughs> hour <Coming> two. <laughs> uh, Lana and Naomi versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So, <laughs> I, have you guys seen Lethal Weapon 2? <laughs> I saw it a long time ago. Does she yeah, not look it. exactly like the girl in Lethal Weapon 2? I don't remember. I don't remember. See, Lethal so, Weapon if 2. you were to picture her right now, does she not? Is that not the face? Well, now it is because now I'm actually implanting right. Mandy Rose there in right. the spot. Uh, so I'm with it. What do you think? No, she does. She does. Um, okay. So uh, I, I like, I like Lana and Naomi as kind of like a, a a depth team in the tag team division. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax to me still feel like two singles people that got put together <laughs> randomly. I don't really feel like they're a team, even though they've been the tag team champs forever. For um, mm-hmm. What's weird to me is how they're doing this. Is um, I don't know who I'm supposed to like with this whole thing, but if it's going to be Mandy exactly. Rose and Dana Brooke, kind of it feels like they're bullying Nia Jax at this point. Uh, but Nia Jax is bullying. Like both of them seem kind of like jerks in this whole thing. And right. Lana and Naomi got a win over the champs, but they're not the champs. But it also feels like they're not part of this anyways. So I don't really. We talk about we don't know what's going on. This to me was a moment where I was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to take away from this whole thing, other than they are going to try to give us recaps from last week, even mid match. Uh, <laughs> Raj, am I crazy for thinking that? <sighs> I, I feel like this tag division has been complete crap with the way yeah. they've been building it up. I, 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 you know, I always bring up like when Sasha quit last year or, or was that two years ago? That was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, because she cared about bringing this tag division. She wanted to make this something and then they just pissed it all away. And I love the Iconics, but them losing to rest, you know, to the Iconics at WrestleMania was complete crap. And I just felt like if you want to establish these titles, you keep it on Sasha and Bailey for a long period of time. And then when it, they lose it, it's a big deal. And now it's just, it's just nothing. You know, Nia and Shayna, who cares? Does anyone care? Um, I care about Shayna as a single star. 
especially thinking yeah. of her when she was a badass having a feud with badass Rhea Ripley like I would love to see that but she's she's not even the shadow of what she was on her NXT days so when she came up and destroyed everyone at the Elimination Chamber I don't know where that Shayna went she, and, and that upsets me she has been pinned every week I think in I know the last, like I year. know I know, and it just like it's 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 a shame because I th- I always thought that Shayna was a legit badass looking that that could just completely go through somebody like Aria, and that's a that's a few that I would have liked to see years ago, not now. Right. But so, I mean, I mean, Naya and Shayna have been tagged together for a while now. We just like they just don't give them a few that makes you really recognize that. It, it's not a title that means anything, and it should exactly. be exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it could be um so it's it's very um i i agree Issa, with your comments on Shayna baszler as a single star she was amazing in nxt which i feel like is a cliche thing to say now they were amazing in nxt <laughs> uh but she was like a world beater in nxt and when she came to the main roster much like when oscar came to the main roster all these ideas of who she could face and what she could do and i still feel like that's in there i, I still feel like that's there for her but i just it feels like she's just been on the back burner for so long and taking pins. And this is exactly the kind of thing that happens for a few years before people go, ah, we don't need her anymore. Uh, Where I think she could be a star in this division. I think she's, she's great. She's so, she's very Samoa Joe of the women's division. I think Um, that's a great way to put it. um, Yeah. But uh, let's see here. So we got uh, Brandon Hall. So excited. Baby number four on the way. And I'm finally Uh, getting my boy. Super excited about this. Oh, and Ross sucked yet again. (laughs) Brandon Hall. Congratulations, Brandon. Congrats on the baby coming. That's awesome. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Let us know. Boy or girl. Let us know. Yeah. A boy. It's a boy. Um, He's still getting my boy. Oh, Oh, sweet. Um, (laughs) Jeez. And then... uh, (laughs) Alan Jones says, screw Raw, LOL. The non-Raw talk is better. Raj, what's your favorite lethal weapon? Issa, what's your favorite scream? Jack, chime in on either question. Uh, um, I think I think it goes two, three, four, one for me with lethal weapons. And scream, it goes one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite, my favorite scream is one. But I remember seeing Scream 2 in the movie, and it had that beginning where they were at the movie, and it was like a movie within a movie, and it kind of messed with you, so I kind of like that. But it's Scream 1. It would always be Scream 1. Yeah, yeah. Scream 1, the ending, now it seems cliche, but at the time was such a twist. Right? I remember being so bummed out, like, Drew Barrymore's not even in this? Like, what the heck? She's the biggest person on the picture. That opening was the that. most disturbing opening. I remember it, just watching it. I was like, sick. Man, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I could sit through this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Um, you know, Lethal Weapon. Oh, God, I like the one with Jet Li. So I like Jet Li. That one, Jet Li was I, awesome. I really, I, I was really into Jet Li at the time. I felt like everything he did was amazing. And so when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't know if I would still feel that way. But at the time, I was like, yeah, man, that's good. He's so good. There's so many <laughs> movies that I haven't watched in so many years, and I'm afraid to watch them now because I'm like, what if I don't like them the way that I remember? You know what I, we just watched was Back <laughs> to the Future, and it is still so freaking great. Yeah. Yeah, it, it never it ages. Still, that movie is like classic. magic. That mm-hmm. movie is magic. Mortal Kombat, not so much. Don't go yeah. back and watch it. Don't go back. Just no. leave that one in the past. The Cowboy Way, not so much. No, no. yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Um, then uh, I think uh, we have 
Amy Kimmel saying, Raj, would you be willing to take over riding Raw and Issa could be GM? <laughs> Please, what would be your first action? Issa, what do you got? I will bring back Brock Lesnar to fight Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Lesnar and Lashley, one. that's money. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the but match. That, but yeah. then I'm having Lesnar win because I won Roman versus Lesnar Survivor Series. So You have, you have Brock beat up Lashley, and then him and Roman. That's it. That's money. Yeah. And then you yeah. have Paul Heyman managing both of the top right. guys. And, and and that's the whole story. Like, <laughs> yeah. who's, whose side is he on? Yeah. Love it. Money. I love it. And then um, uh, DNA of... Na- I, I, now I'm, I don't know how to pronounce Morgan Fan. Uh, I don't know how to say the name. Sorry. Uh, Vince says he doesn't always want women who are not pretty as champs. Uh, again, um, there you go. Um, I don't know about all that. But uh, <laughs> speaking of, we have uh, speaking of beautiful this women. Knows. This guy knows. Back uh, to the Future is great. Back to the Future is still great. Still great. It, that's a classic. Uh, <laughs> speaking of beautiful women, uh, Miss TV. Um, oh, I we're thought, only here? Uh, <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying. <laughs> this is going to uh, be like an eight-hour podcast. I was just going to say, so um, I think it's a testament to how lovable Maurice is when the Miz can be the most annoying person wow. on earth and she can still help him cheat, and you're like, yay, Maurice is here. There um, is this girl that looks exactly like Maurice that's in the Thunderdome every week. Do you know? Have you guys seen that? No, no. I haven't. Maybe it's Maurice. Oh, it might be Maurice. In the but, chat, you guys know who I'm talking about. But all right, someone um, knows, hopefully. But my, there is someone that looks exactly like Maurice that's in the Thunderdome every week. Good for her. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's um, Maurice, but yeah. it might not be. Um, so with this whole thing, I think the first half is clearly just a commercial for Ms. Ms. and Mrs., um, which, hey, pay the bills. Good on them. But um, the match afterwards, uh, Damian Priest, the Miz, Damian Priest gets the win. I thought this again last week. There was some uh, unhappiness about Damian Priest losing in a sneaky, cheaty way, but I feel like this gives him the opportunity to have yet another match and get a clean win this time. Uh, so, in a way, I, I personally think it worked. But my hang-up and my worry is having Bad Bunny with so much star power next to Damian Priest, and I like Damian Priest. Did it feel like he was kind of missing something today? Issa, do yeah, you feel that way? I feel that way since Bad Bunny left, but that's because he should have been done with The Miz since after WrestleMania. He should have never came out last week to talk to The Miz and Morrison, and he shouldn't again tonight. Like, that, that's it's, it's a mistake. They should have wrapped that story up and move on with him to something else. He shouldn't have lost last week. It, it, yeah, it, no, it, no, 100%, but he should have not even been there to begin right. with because all he's doing is reminding you that Bad Bunny's not there with him anymore. That's should, all this is doing for him. Yeah, he should be beating a top-level guy. Right, he's, right. He's moved on. Yes. He should have. He should have been in that triple threat match. He should have been answering Ooh. a Sheamus open challenge. He should have been. He should anywhere. be beating Sheamus. Yes. Yeah. He should have been anywhere, but still involved with the Miss because all you keep on thinking is like, "Damn, we miss Bad Bunny around here." And if yeah, that was it, my no. biggest thing. Is it felt very like, wow. He. Yeah. It's not a shot against him. I think that would have happened to anybody. But yeah, I was like, wow. No, he seems I, like this, you had uh, that last week brought him down. Him yeah, he did. Pinned 100%. by 100%. My Indian brothers will know what I'm saying, but Miz in his chuddies is pinning <laughs> Damien Priest. 
you know? Yeah. He's in his chuddies, <laughs> and he's pinning Damian Priest. I mean, come on. Yeah. At some point, uh, Brock Lesnar is not getting pinned by someone in his chuddies. So. You had a big audience watching WrestleMania because of Bad Bunny, whether people want to admit it or not, and they could have right. tuned into Raw to see what Bad Bunny's BFF is doing now, and you had him lose against the Miz in his underwear. It was it was a, it was a silly decision. You should have had him come out, and even if he was quashing a local talent like Jack says, then just make him look like a badass and be like, well, that's why Bad Bunny was hanging out with that guy, and then right. move on to whatever's next for him. He should have not been involved in that anymore. Or even and I if hope it was like a, a ricochet or someone who could bounce around right. and like make it exciting but you right. know damian priest can do his things um so uh we also had new day versus elias after a silver dollar pancake promo with riddle i'm not sure what the what the new day's connection that riddle is um they love each other where uh the new day interrupted elias by slapping the base um from the new day standpoint to me this rivalry feels a little bit like when i played wwe 2k on easy and i'm just kind of goofing around and seeing what kind of stuff i can do and there's not really any stakes to it uh but um we did get a surprise win elias got a clean win over a former champion probably his biggest career win ever um do you think that there's still – I've always thought there was money to be made with Elias. I always thought he gets reactions. I always thought people are buy into him. He looks good. Um, but does this win mean anything for him, Raj? Do you think that this is going to go anywhere, or is this just uh, they're trading wins until a pay-per-view? I mean, I mean, do you care? No. Does any of this matter? And, and that's my problem is I want – shit to matter and this mm -hmm. didn't matter none of this no nope. Elias of is a crowd Elias is Elias. a crowd guy and this is this empty arena era is killing him yeah. he's done I mean he's just not a, he's he's not a star um, he was over at some point and they see him at a certain level and he's been at that same level for four years um, Jackson Riker this racist asshole, you know, that he's hanging I around. I to keep his job. Uh -huh. All right. I mean, <laughs> fuck him. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm fine with him being buried. I, I'm fine with him not getting a push. I don't see how he didn't get released. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you're right. So, I don't really think there's a whole lot to take from this. I just, <laughs> no. It happened. Sorry. Um, like I said, I, 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 it's weird. Like, like I said, I like Elias. I like the New Day. I like that they were on TV. But yeah, I, like I said, I just don't feel like there's stakes. It doesn't feel like it really matters. It feels like these are two things that don't really matter. Uh, some quick shoot, super chats. Uh, Robert says, NWO Raj is better than Raw. I'll give you that. <laughs> Jax Collins says, good night, you kiddos. You. Uh, Good night, Jack. Good night, Jack. Good night, Jack. Uh, John Cena's ball spot says, uh, or uh, Baby Maharaja says, finally, Elias <laughs> and Jackson haven't won in months. Was nice to see Elias finally win. Toxic fans are calling for Riker's release. Glad it didn't happen. Um, wrestling has lots of different opinions. Um, yes. And. Uh, there you go. So we have uh, The Fiend, the Alexa Bliss. Uh, from a production standpoint, I love the music. I love the old photos with the doll put in there. Oh. 
Uh, I love the way Alexa plays this, but this is my thing with this whole thing. Is in pro wrestling, you can be all about red, white, and blue. You can be all about this. hating your boss. No, you can not. be all about never it. giving up. But at the end of the day, you need to translate to wins and losses in the ring. And for me, that's the disconnect. Nothing she said had anything to do with winning and losing in the ring. Nothing she said had to do with championships or anything like that. And so it was really just it, – it, it felt to me like a ramble. Like it doesn't it, – I feel like it's easy to say things in an important way when they don't really matter. Like I can be like – Ever since I was a kid, I've always thought it was crazy playing with dolls. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, what does this have to do with winning matches? <laughs> that was better. That was better. You know what I mean? Issa, um, uh, I haven't heard your opinion on All The right. Fiend or Alexa Bliss. How do you feel about this whole thing? I hate everything about this. Uh, I, I hate it. She said that she pushed a little girl off the swing set. And I was like, oh, watch out. We got badass over here. Like, how does that translate to what you're doing now? That you push some little girl of a swing set. It was, it was dumb. It was silly. Ever since she caused the fiend the match, it, this listen, I was willing to give this a try. Then it went downhill for me, and then he like came back up, and then she caused the fiend the match, and I was I felt done with that whole thing, and I don't know what they're doing with her. And if you're gonna unleash her, like you said, then I even said when I was watching the main event, maybe Alexa will show up and like put some voodoo on all three of these girls, but she didn't. She's just sitting in a swing set with a doll, and it's silly. It's it's childish, and it means nothing. I didn't like it. Alexa is the worst gimmick that is in, exists in pro wrestling today. Um, she sucks. Uh, and I love her as a personality. I think she can she can act and she does it well, but it's just terrible. It's a terrible gimmick. Uh, Bray Wyatt too. I think he is uh, such a per, uh, superior personality and it has been sidelined which is such a shitty gimmick and i i hate everything about it so yeah, yeah. everything everything i mean it's just the worst I, I watch it and i just feel embarrassed the whole time i'm watching it i mean my i, whole... I, I watch it <laughs> <laughs> and my i'm whole... like oh god this yes. is coming on my what? wife might come in and see me watching this. <laughs> oh, God. Don't come in right now. Right. It's like Wait watching porn. It's like watching porn. It's like, no, no, don't. Don't come in. Don't come in right now. Because the fiend is coming on. Yeah. I mean, my hope when they split up was that <laughs> it was going to be kind of like a Kane and Undertaker thing. Where it was going to be like, okay, now you've got two supernatural people battling for supernatural supremacy. Then you can finish it in the ring, whatever. But yeah, I don't – again, it's got to it's 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 translate to wins and losses somehow. And this doesn't translate to wins and losses. It's been bad. The goo falling from the face and the yoo-hoo and all that stuff. It's been bad. If she, if she would have helped the Fiend win, like she brought him back and they won a WrestleMania and we move on from it, then that's a whole different story, right? But the fact that she just, I, I felt like I was very done with this, but when she was the reason why the Fiend got distracted, the whole thing just looked silly to me. And right. I, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. I thought they should have worked together. Like you saw for four months, you were freaking calling on the spirits to bring him back to to. To do what? To do that? It was it was it was a horrible payoff. It was bad. And 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 the rest of it has made no sense. Randy Orton is like, yeah, I don't care about them anymore. Bray, sweater <laughs> Bray is back. Well, not anymore. He just came back for one week, and now Alexa is sitting there playing with a doll. Yeah. Orton was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm pinning this guy. We're moving on. 
every promo he's but done so far, Randy, my daughter's been like, I'm so glad. Like he sounds like I'm. That's that's done. Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. to, to doing was, normal stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we had, moved on. We so yeah, they're moving <laughs> on. Um, speaking of moving on, we had a quick uh thing with again with Jax Baszler, Rose, and Brooke and Garza, and and so Garza shows up. The main point of this is Garza shows up and says, uh, "Hey." Leave Reginald alone. I'm checking you out, Nia Jax. Holla. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it seems like, you know, Nia Jax has some options. It was good to see uh, Garza back. I'm a big Garza fan. Looks like maybe him and Reginald will have a, a clash of some kind. Um, I'm just glad to see him back. So I wanted to give a shout out. And I'm a fan of Reginald. So hopefully we get to see them do something in the ring down the road. Um, I don't know if you guys have any comments or takeaways from that quick segment there. Nope. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, moving on, we'll go to the Drew McIntyre versus Mace and T Bar. I like a lot of things. I hated this um, yeah. because Drew McIntyre spent a year dominating people, and a match like this doesn't make him seem stronger or more dangerous. It's just another you know Drew wins kind of moment. Uh, I thought this Real match right. could have had. Oh. Uh, Riker was a damn machine gunner. I'm sure he doesn't care what Raj says about him. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's probably oh, true. Fuck him. That's a, um, uh, anyways, uh, so we have we have this tag team match. Um, enough about Jackson Riker. We have uh, we have a tag team match. Um, I didn't again. I, I didn't like this. I feel like it just made two big monster dudes look like they were struggling against Drew McIntyre. They did, I, do, they did two DQs in a row. And I, well, I was going to say that I, I hate how they do this thing where they have a match. It ends, they go to commercial break, and then they just restart the match. And it's been something they've been doing for years since they started doing like the two out of three falls. And I don't know. I'm sure there's a, a formatting thing to it. I'm sure there's a reason for it. But as a viewer, it's always annoying because you're like, oh, so that whole first part didn't matter. Like, why didn't right. Braun come out to begin with? Why, why it felt is Braun like coming played? out, period? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he needed a tag team partner. But again, I don't know why. I, again, I don't know why he didn't just come out to begin with if they're going to have a tag team match or, and, and again, the double, both DQs seemed random because I don't know why, I don't know why the first DQ happened because it was a tag team match. The two guys were just at some point. Like, you can't do two DQs. It just, it, it's just weak as shit. Yeah. yeah. It, this, this match to me, I mean, I have a feeling at the very end, I'm happy that at least we got the masks off of T-Bar and Mace. Um, so if there's a positive that happened, but I feel like it just made them yeah. look like they got beat up by one guy when they should have just dominated Drew that whole time. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know what the next thing is. It feels like it was a whole lot just to get to <clears throat> Drew is still indestructible and now their masks are off and they could have come out and just done that in the beginning. Right. Exactly. Um, it was just a filler. There was a lot of filler in this, and and it was it was silly. Braun shouldn't be helping Drew McIntyre. Like the whole thing just made no sense. But I'm glad that the masks are off of them, and maybe we can move on to different characters and a whole different side of them because Retribution was a bust since the beginning. I thought, eh, it's fine. You know, yeah. I I watching that Stone Cold biography and watching just that fucking insane energy. When he his music hits, and just that that chaos and that that energy, 
Like we, how can we replicate that? Is that possible? Well, it is possible. The problem also is that after seeing fans back in the arena, this WrestleMania and feeling that energy again, the last two weeks of wrestling has just been a bummer because we saw no. that it was like a tease. We saw it. I get it. It's not the but same. But who pop, elicits right? that response? Uh huh. Who elicits that response? Who get who? Who gets that? Like, just like holy shit, is here. Yeah, not not anybody right now. Maybe Roman and not even they were booing him. But the whole point is like if it was a whole different vibe watching WrestleMania to going back to the Thunderdome, yeah. it just makes it even more dreadful to watch after getting a little bit of the taste of what having the fans' energy back is. Uh, it, I, I That's why I figured it was going to happen when we got WrestleMania and we have fans. And now I don't like the Thunderdome anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jack? Who would you let your wife sleep with? <laughs> well, Roman. Roman, <laughs> Roman, of course. Yeah. Like I said, I want details. I want to know. I want, um, but to your, to your point, yeah, I he think. I want details. I want, uh, I mean, I think right now the closest you would get is if Brock Lesnar came back or if like yeah. a CM Punk, if it was a return of some Becky kind. Lynch. I, I think it would have to be like a, a, a CM Punk. Becky Lynch. I let my wife to... sleep with Becky Lynch. That'd be fine. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, that was that's the smart move. That's the smart. <laughs> Here I am saying Roman. Uh, uh, Robert says Raw has been bad, so bad for so long. I feel like it'd be breaking news if they produced a good episode. Right. Um, oh. Yeah. Right. So um, and then Myron Kid says, "You tell him Raj Riker is a POS." That derailed two guys' careers with his stupidity and still kept his job. Um, yeah, fuck Jackson Riker. Oof. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I'm not yeah. always right. Yeah. <laughs> but I've him. never met the guy. I just know rumor and innuendos of what I hear on Twitter. But uh, at the end of the day, hey, I'm, not, I, I'm just not fuck a fan him. of him on TV. Um, <laughs> um, so Fuck. we end the show. We've got we've gotten through it. We've gotten to the end here. Um, <laughs> I am gonna say we survived. Fuck him. Uh, we've. Got, <laughs> I. <laughs> listen, I love that Rhea Ripley is out here as well with these two. I thought it was great that she came out. I thought it was great that she was pacing the ring like Darth Maul paced <laughs> oh, in his geez. battle before facing Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Uh, and I'm glad she got involved. And I'm glad she cost Charlotte Flair the match. You know why? Because Charlotte Flair cost her her NXT run. Charlotte Flair cost her her WrestleMania moment last year. And now Rhea Ripley's coming to get revenge. And that's why she doesn't like Charlotte Flair. That's why she said Oscar was going to beat her. And I like that Charlotte Flair lost at the end because Charlotte Flair is a spoiled brat that didn't get her Dude. way. She's the Tom Brady of Charlotte WWE. And she when is... the refs don't do what she wants, she gets crabby. She, I thought it was not the great. best. Is she not the best? She's, She's the, the best. best. Who combines everything best. better than her? I don't. I can't think of anyone. Roman, maybe. I I think women's division. She's the best. Yeah, for sure for me. And Sasha, um, maybe Sasha is close between her and Sasha. I always want to say I don't think Sasha, but then she'll like put on a match like WrestleMania. I'm like, ah, maybe Sasha. <laughs> she, she Sasha always... Sasha has when she wants to just pull it off. She's just on another level. 
right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, you know what else I'm glad Jay, uh, that they didn't put her on commentary. They just let her circle the ring. They let her stand there. They, you did not need her on commentary because she hasn't made the best impression with her promos of her mic work where she just has that presence. Let her just stand there and she looks like a badass and that's all we need to do with her. I, I appreciate it because as soon as her music hit, I was like, God, please don't put her on commentary. Don't do that to her. Like, don't do that right now. And I, I was glad that they didn't because that would have probably not gone well. And I just want all the goodness for Rhea Ripley right now and that would have not been it. Uh, George Devine. George Devine with a dangerous idea. Take oh, a shot yeah. every time Raj mentions the Stone Cold Doc or who his wife would sleep with and you'd be having wow. a good time Jesus as Christ. he is good as a time as he is tonight um yeah you would be having a good one um <laughs> uh, and then uh baby maharaj said and I, I lost it here actually cutler was released for a covid issue has nothing to do with jackson Riker. um i'm not the scoop guy i don't know any of those details that is a a raj question raj knows everything he's got the inside scoops um yeah. He was, I mean, he was released. Vince was pissed. And uh, I don't know. Yep. Looking forward to the Raj apology tweet tomorrow morning, <laughs> LOL. But I do agree with his opinion <laughs> on Riker. <laughs> no, fuck him. It's a, no um, apology. So I, I would have loved to have seen Rhea just wreck everyone after this match personally. Yeah. But that, that's me. Um, Raj, you said you weren't a fan of how things were playing out with Rhea um, earlier in the night. Do you think that the whole thing was bad even through the end of the show? Yeah, I think they're not letting her be herself. Mm-hmm. And I felt mm-hmm. like her, her script last week, she was literally re- reading from uh, uh, cue cards. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just sucked. It was just like, yo, you know, I want to be the best. And you're, you know, and and when you're doing that, it you can't uh, you can't build a trust with the audience, and it sucked. And that so. was your first impression of her as raw yes. women's champion. You don't do that. Look what they did for Bianca on Friday. That's how you do it. You know they, and that's what I mean when you can tell who they're invested into and who they're kind of booking it on the go. I just I just want. I really want Rhea Ripley to have a significant run. And I was glad that I, I thought it ended better for her tonight. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense that she will help Asuka. But I guess, you know, Charlotte is a common enemy of the two of them. It, it's just, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a triple threat, a backlash. It's going to be a good match. That's for sure. I think we all want the same thing is we all want these people to be the top of the level, the larger than life celebrities. And mm-hmm. when yeah. we're not seeing them get there, it's fucking frustrating. Yeah, it's um, I think, as I said earlier, yeah, someone like Rhea is so authentic. You can see right through it when she's pretending. And I think this something that we're coming to see here, especially now as social media gets bigger and bigger, is we're getting better at seeing through when people are being fake and when people aren't being sincere or authentic. And so when we see someone who is saying things that they don't believe, unless they're a great actor, we can see it. And when we see that they're not who they really are, I think that's what grinds our gears when we see them and we're like that's not real that's not who they are i don't like that right. so mm-hmm. i think that's one of the things that is starting to become a bigger and bigger issue on their part um, right john cena's bald spot says what would be more shocking a good episode of raw or a cm punk return to wrestling oh god that's, uh, episode of raw a good episode of raw. a full episode <laughs> of raw that will be more shocking they would be punk the same is not thing, coming back no. i don't think so either i got it Never. I, I know. I 
do not know punk never talked to him don't know anything about him but i when there are people who are as big as the wwe and aew probably offering him stuff i'm guessing and he just turns it down i've talked i've talked to punk a handful of times and it's not happening i mean because i can only imagine how much money i don't know again i'm just speculating here i don't deal in truth i deal in reckless speculation (laughs) and i am speculating that he's probably been offered some pretty good options and if he turns them down then that means he's probably not super interested at this point um is what I would guess, but hey, could you imagine if he did? That yeah. would be a game changer. Like if he decided to go to AEW, that would be a huge deal. That that would be because I don't know if there's been anyone that has been that game changer. Christian, no. yeah, um, yeah. All respect to to Christian too, but CM Punk is one of those guys. I think CM Punk, a Brock Lesnar, those are the guys that would get people to go, oh, wow, that's a big deal. I got to check out what's going on over there right, uh, right now. Um, mm-hmm. Brian Cyrus says, you guys see Ryback tweet the poll on what fans want to see him do next, and the majority voted for him to retire. I saw uh, that. Uh, Total troll. Oh, whoops. Uh, I mean, you're asking for it when you give a bad response in a poll on right. Twitter. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. If you put a <laughs> if you put a bad response on Twitter or option on a poll, you're always going to get the bad one. That's just how people. Yeah, are. one thousand people are assholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So he kind of set himself up for failure there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I I I, I don't know if he'll ever be back. That 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 would be an interesting one as well. He's still huge. Seems every time I see him, he seems massive. But. You know, but. we were doing the podcast for a while. I know people keep asking. We for a while we we stopped because I had my uh, those days. I had my family uh, getting the the shot, and we just never got back on. So that was it. It wasn't uh, it wasn't a big thing. Hmm. Yeah, but I you know right back. Ryback is one of those guys that um, I hear him talk and he just makes complete sense with everything he says. It's just like people give him shit for whatever they want to. But he he was there. He makes sense. He knows. He knows what Vince is like. He knows. And uh, I mean, he's uh, I mean, anyway, he's a great guy. Yeah. I think a lot of people build opinions off people based on what they see on Twitter sometimes too, uh, without knowing people. So Twitter sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know what? Don't... If I ever sold Wrestling Inc., Twitter would be the first to go. Yeah. Twitter, you've, you've got to go into it with, <laughs> with some blinders on, I think. Otherwise, it's going to eat you alive. But uh, Brian Cyrus says, Thanks, guys. This podcast was way more interesting than Raw. So, hey, we cleared that bar. Hey. That's a pretty good. I mean, the bar, good. the bar was like down here. So, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to That's now we got to big up it. Like this was a great raw and we cleared it. You guys, this is a big deal. We've done a great job tonight. Cheers. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it for us. I think that's it. Um, any, uh, any final words or comments before we all sign off? I think that's it for me. 
Yeah, I just hope I just want to see all the champions on, on TV, the people that had a major storyline going into WrestleMania. You can feel that they're missing on the show and it makes a difference. We'll see what happens next week. Um, I'm excited for NXT tomorrow and SmackDown. I think those two shows always deliver. So yeah, they should be good. Uh, and Issa, where can we find you online? On Twitter and all that. Demon Diva with a one instead of an I and YouTube. I just hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube this week. So yay. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> and Raj, where can they find you? I'm sure. I mean, this is your channel. I'm sure they're yeah, all. Yeah, just find follow. me on here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. This was the Wrestling Inc. podcast after Raw show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, and we will see you guys next time. But make sure to check out the NXT after show right here on Wrestling Inc. Uh, to see everything that happened on NXT. I'll be here. All right. See you guys. Um, and Raj, you got the controls. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>